Good morning. Welcome to the manual. I hope all is well. You had a great weekend and we are starting a new week into the fall. So a lot has gone on uh, in the last time I spoke to you guys, and it seems like it's never ending right now. Um, obviously, um, since the last time we've, we've spoken or I've spoken to you, uh, we've had a few developments in our government unfold, s- such as the president and first lady testing positive for COVID-19. Um, while my my human side would say, you know, well wishes and I hope all is well and everything goes, you know, in, t- in the right direction. I'm a little far fetched and a little perplexed that um, why people think that this is something that wasn't inevitable, that it wasn't or couldn't happen. And obviously it's showing you the recklessness. Uh, and irresponsibility of this administration. Again, I'm not here on a political um, soundstage to to cast aspersions on whether you're Democrat or Republican or whatever your political affiliations are. I'm just looking at the the leadership structure, the power structure that we have in this country, and how seriously it's taken. This has kind of been um, really, really mind blowing that. The highest office in the land, um, obviously, who has not been taking this uh, pandemic very seriously over the last um, several months. I mean, we're again, people were, you know, March 16th is when uh, our country literally kind of came to a grinding halt for a few days and then we were shut down. And here we are um, approaching seven months, which will be October 16th at some point. And we are at 209,734 at this moment. Uh, so I'm pretty sure we're going to, you know, it's seven o'clock in the morning now where I am. We are going to break 210,000 people probably by midday and be well into the 210,000. So it, it is very disheartening and is very uh, callous. Um, that we have this going on. So a lot of a lot of questions over the weekend has been um, has been brought to my you know to my attention. Uh, people that I kind of talk to um, on and off the record. Uh, and as I always tell you guys on the manual, I would never give anyone's name. Um, you know, as to what I talk about, uh, especially politically, I don't want people to feel uncomfortable talking to me about what it is. So if they're listening, um, know that your names will not be mentioned, but your ideas and thoughts will be. Um, so one of the interesting things that I found kind of, um, uh, I guess funny, but not in a funny, uh, way, but a satirical way is that some people said that because, uh, Donald Trump is such a showman that this is something like a political, political stunt or, or a grandstanding moment where uh, a few scenarios could be concocted, such as uh, whatever experimental vaccine um, is in the forefront that they're sponsoring um, could potentially be used, air quotes, to um, to cure him if if he if this is indeed something that is happening. And then it'll come out, hey, you know what? This experimental drug worked without a clinical trial. We let's move ahead because it treated the president the president has probably the best care in the country simply because of who uh who is in office and what is afforded to that person in office so obviously it would have some some levity some gravity to it that okay this worked for this person and and they're going so i thought that was kind of strange but again i wouldn't put anything past anyone 
Um, and if that's the case, I'm like, wow, you know, kind of crazy. But again, far fetched because we have a lot of other people um, that are within the administration, uh, within the security detail, uh, within the inner circle, outer circle, whatever you have, have tested positive as well. So it it kind of kills that theory that this this is kind of a showman or a hoax situation. And I would hope not that the American people are not, you know, taken advantage of uh, in that regard, that we are that gullible and that stupid that this would happen to us and put put the country in jeopardy. The other flip side of it is I had another conversation with a person that told me that, you know, this is something that this person could be so callous and calculating and cold-hearted that they've tried to take as many people with them, uh, giving this virus. And I'm like, wow, that that's even a darker narrative. And that's a, it's a very hard sell for me that someone would be that, that careless and, and callous. But again, you know, we have seen over four years, a lot of things from a lot of people that have just not surprised us. Um, and taking out the government for a second, just period, just, you know, human nature during this pandemic in the last uh, few months, I've seen the best of humanity and I've seen the worst of humanity as far as when um, things are waning, when people are just tired of doing their new social uh, norms and it's just getting to the point. Even I find myself, you know, self-admitting here, putting my hand up, admitting that my patience has grown thin with seeing certain things happen or if I'm in a supermarket, I'm I'm on putting groceries on a belt and someone's directly behind me. I'm like, hey, listen, I need my space. I can tell that I am being affected by this as well because maybe the fatigue is growing. I've learned to adapt. I, I have honestly um, and consciously told myself that I am in for the long run, uh, meaning that, you know, the things that I wanted and thought I was going to be able to do by now, um, that's still off the table. So eating in a restaurant, I have not done since probably late February. Um, going into certain stores, I have not done. If I pull up to a place and it's too many people, I'm not going in. You know, I have to go to the store today. Um, I've been to the store last several days, but I'm going to go back to, you know, going, picking a day in the week where I can go to the store, pick up everything I need or go to the stores that I need to go to versus having to be out and about as flu season is upon us. I don't get the flu shot. I don't believe in it. I just I just don't. That's me. You can ask me offline. I'm not going to, you know, again, get on a soapbox about how these things um, are for me. So. We have that kind of going on. So a lot of people um, in the in the circle of the of the administration have con uh, contracted this virus and it's going to just be up to the, you know, the clock to see who gets very seriously sick with this or or who remains mild and things of that nature. I can guarantee you that if it was Joe Biden who had uh, got this um, virus and the president didn't, that we would be seeing tweets and uh, personal attacks on this man's character on the fact that the mask didn't help him and things of that nature. I have lost total faith in, um, you know, what goes on uh, with our government. Um, and it's really sad because I, I, you know, I'm not a true blue American like, you know, 
yeah, I do the dandy, but I am, you know, I live in this country. I, I love living in this country. I love being an American citizen. I love, I love the liberties that I have, whether they're limited or not, you know, based on the color of my skin. But I do love being here. And it's, you know, I would never say anything bad about the country. I'm just saying things bad about the leadership right now. You know, and it, it's it's when I say leadership, I'm not, I'm not talking about one political party. I'm talking about as a whole, as a very structured thing. Um, we we have seen the fractures and fissures in uh, how this thing works, the bickering and the bullshit. And again, when you vote for someone, when you vote for, you know, someone, it, it's in the good nature and the good mind that they're they're representing you. They're rep- they're representative of things that you want, things that you need, things that you need to have to survive. I explained to you guys on another another episode, and I've always explained to people as I talk to them how I feel about how politics work for me, you know, meaning how it affects me um, at the macro and micro level of, of my life. You know, I don't I don't get totally involved in, in the, the happenings and going on. It's just not me. I just don't really care to that level, but I probably should. I guess I should, you know, and, you know, my, my eyes are being opened and closed to a lot of things that are, that are going on. You know, I mean, yesterday, I think it was, we had, uh, the president who was pretty much sick, get it. And I can't believe I keep calling him the president. I can't even respect that. Is getting in a, uh, a motorcade sick, apparently to drive around a show, um, a show of, um, Solidarity and I guess a show of power that he's that he can't look weak or whatever versus just trying to get better so he can lead the country into uh, the right path. Absolutely mind blowing. It's stupid. It's stupid. And if you are, you know, if you are a Trump supporter listening to this, I got nothing against you personally, but your belief in this is questionable at best. Your your judgment and rationale is questionable at best. It's it's. I hope someone can come on this show or engage with me um, in a forum that we can exchange ideals and, and you can sell me on what this is, what what the lore is, what the what the fascination is with this, because I, I don't see it. And again, it's not because I'm not Republican. You know, it's not because, you know, any political affiliation that I have is just basically I don't see it. I don't see the lore. I don't see the <laughs> I don't see the magic that comes with this. This is insane. You know, this is insane. The amount of people that Hope Hicks came into contact with is actually staggering. And then I believe every even Fox, every station is reporting that um, as far as contract tracing, uh, sorry, contact tracing, no one's been contacted that has been in proximity of or could be a potential risk. You know, I remember a few months ago, uh, Apple putting out something for iOS update, uh, alerting us that if you're if you're in a a place and there was a positive hit, that you would get a text or some kind of alert on your phone, uh, alerting you to that. And and anyone that has been in proximity of that has not gotten that. You know, has not gotten that. And I I just look at it as like what. You know, and thank God that I haven't um, if this app is really working or this notification iOS update is still working, that I haven't been anywhere that, you know, alerted me to to take measures, you know, fingers and toes crossed. But it's just basically un 
believable that this is not being taken to any serious um, lengths. It's mind blowing. It's it's really, really, really staggering. You know, um, the debate, uh, which kind of makes sense that um, his arrival to the debate at a certain time avoided him being tested, which could have meant that he was already positive or thought he was already positive. So he didn't want to risk the chance of of, you know, being found out at that point. And that's based on what the moderator, Chris Matthews, said about, you know, I guess revealing to the public that this happened, that the Biden camp came in, uh, did the protocols. It was at a an, an event sponsored by a clinic <laughs> in a hospital. So you would think that the medical personnel would have flexed their their responsibilities and says, hey, um, there's no honor system here. You have to test, you know, for the safety of everyone here, for the safety of everyone participating. You have to, you have to test. If you cannot test, uh, then we have to, you know, hold the debate up or whatever it is. But I guess, you know, when you're the most powerful person in the land, you can bypass certain things, which we see how reckless that can be when you do stuff like that. It's insane, man. It's, it, it, you know. And like I said, you know, if you're if you're a supporter uh, of the, of this man uh, and his ideals, I don't hold anything personally against you because I believe everyone has, you know, good and bad things about them. But I just I just want to know. I just really want to know uh, what I am missing, what what I don't see. Because, again, it's, it's, it's based on trying to respect the power of the office, not the person particularly in it, but the power of the office, that sound judgment, responsibility, accountability, you know, and belief that, you know, leadership will prevail. See none of it. I've seen none of it. I, you know, and, you know, it, it's just, it's just crazy um, that these things have happened. I mean, I don't, I can't recall in my lifetime, I honestly can't recall in my lifetime of anyone any one person or persons in power having so much dereliction of duty that they're still in power, that people don't see that this is being a hindrance or a problem or problematic for it. It's just really, really, really disheartening and really messed up that this is where we're at, you know, and we could possibly be looking at more, four more years of this. How? Why? In what alternate universe? It's crazy. Absolutely crazy. And, and then you have his doctors come out. And I don't know. You know, I don't hold a, med- a medical degree. Um, I had some I have some friends that are doctors that have explained to me offline certain things that if they had to do a presser, what they could reveal, what they can't, because everyone's subject to their, you know, their um their privacy and it's HIPAA and all that's that kind of stuff. I get that. But there is when you're the president of the United States or you are an elective elective official, there has to be some level of transparency um, to show the people that the person that's in charge um, is well enough to be in charge, still be in charge. We had. um I believe W <laughs> had a colonoscopy and he was out for a few hours for a routine colonoscopy. He had to transfer power to Cheney just to just to make sure something didn't happen 
that, hey, I'm not going to be in the office. This person is in charge. You know, we I don't know. You know, I don't know. I don't know if he trusts his, his VP. I don't know if he trusts the, you know, the power vacuum around him. Who knows? Who knows? This is this is absolutely insane to me. You know, this is insane to me. Um, one thing that I, ha- I have noticed during a lot of the time that we've been, um, you know, in lockdown or lockdown with restrictions or laxed or whatever you want to call it is that the news cycle is the news cycle. I used to not want to always believe how things work, but we've had so many things happen in the news cycle just within the last several weeks. You know, no one's even talking about the J- the Jacob Blake shooting anymore. That's that's off the table. Breonna Taylor now it's it's uh it's losing steam in my opinion. It, it's you know, we were waiting on these transcripts to be released. That has been released, but no one's really picking up that because again, this now is at back at the forefront. COVID is still, you know, the reigning champion uh of of the of the news cycle. You know, we may veer a little bit to discuss politics, but this is kind of all encompassing. And I remember last episode, I'm telling you guys that everything now bleeds into political, uh, the political arena. You know, we're, we're, we're now ramping up to discuss mail-in voting again and all this kind of stuff. So a lot of the social justice things have been pushed to the back uh, and eventually will be pushed off of the stove completely. Not the back burner. It's going to be off the stove completely. You know, I guess there's places that you can go and publications that you can read to do that. I have a friend um, recommend to me on Netflix, The Social Dilemma. I think I'm going to watch it this week. Um, They said it was mind blowing and it was um, something that I need to see because how we're manipulated, you know, especially through Facebook. I've personally been off of Facebook now for four, almost five years. Wow. Five years. Yeah. I, I got off of Facebook back in got off of Facebook back in 2016, I believe. Yeah, 16, 2016. Um, And yeah, I've been off. I just, I've started having things happen. I remember it was like during the election that kind of prompted it, but I had a a few people contacting me that I didn't know and, you know, accounts being hacked and all this kind of stuff. And I'm like, you know what? Let me just get off. I do subscribe to Instagram, which Facebook owns. <laughs> Obviously, they bought their competition. But, you know, on the gram, I have two pages. One is a a, a, um, a business page in some aspects. The other is a personal page. But, you know, um, I'm really, really kind of intrigued as to how these things will how these things affect me, my decision making. Have you ever like Googled something or thought of something about to Google it? And it it just like it appears magically like, wait a minute, how did it how did Google know that I was looking for that? Weird. And, you know, when we um, set up our phones, uh, if you go someplace all the time and it's that particular day around that particular time, your your maps would tell you, hey, are you going here? It's going to take you. I'm like, wow, how did the phone know where I was going? So. Obviously, we're being watched and programmed in some aspect, but I, I want to see the lengths of it because it is something that I've heard talk about uh, with social social dilemma. But now it's like, you know, this documentary has picked up steam and even Facebook itself has come out against it, um, saying that their portrayal in it is 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 totally false. But, um, hmm, you know, I guess 
any press is good press or bad press. I don't know any press. So there's no such thing as bad press because if there's if they're fighting back against something that they think is wrong, then they need to show why they think their algorithm algorithms are you know, not doing what they're supposed to do. We're influenced by that. I remember back in the day when I first got on Facebook that I think the restrictions um, on certain content, the security on your account wasn't as strong as as it is today, from what I understand. Uh, Again, I've been off for four something years that it's very, 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 um, it's still lax in some ways because uh, we do have fake news, and I do have to give that to um, to Donald Trump about fake news because it's really hard to know what you know news is news because again it's slanted based on the perception, and you can look at CNN and Fox for that for that comparison. You know, we're watching the debate, and Fox and CNN are having two different takes. I'm talking positive, negative, north, south, east, west. They're, it's just totally different from each other. And I'm like, oh, okay, we're watching the same debate here, but you know, it is done. Speaking of that, if you guys have not seen the Saturday Night Live spoof of the debate with Alec Baldwin and, and Jim Carrey, Jim Carrey played a great job about it. As we know, Baldwin probably has the best Trump impression. I mean, he's got the mannerisms down. I mean, it's actually more entertaining to watch Alec Baldwin do Trump than to Trump do himself. It, it's absolutely insane. But you need to watch that. It's very, very, very funny and very, very good. So if you want to just kind of have a, a little chuckle at that. So in keeping with what I'm talking about today, you know, uh, how we're influenced, because I guess that's where I, I, I'm getting to the meat of what I want to talk about today, is that the news medias, the news media outlets, uh, whether they're publications uh, in print or they are syndicated uh, shows or, or programs that run, uh, it is all encompassing. Um, it is all knowing in certain aspects because it's almost, uh, I wouldn't even use the word politicized. It's, it's almost like it's like a cliffhanger every time. Uh, I've noticed the dramatic music now. It's probably been out there for a while, but everything is so dramatic now in how it's presented, you know, where, you know, real life can be a very great reality show, but even reality shows are in some aspects are scripted. So I it's hard pressed for me to say that these things are not scripted. You know, we're going to see a debate. I don't, I don't know why we're still holding an, another debate with the vice president. Um, I'm sorry, the vice president options, which will be Mike Pence and Kamala Harris, uh, which I think he's going to be destroyed. It's just I don't think I've, I don't think. Have you guys ever heard Pence talk at length? I don't think I've ever other than like snippets here and there. Um, of him ever really kind of um, doing something. I guess, you know, when you're the vice, you just kind of play the background. You get like the, the mop up stuff to do. But I don't know. I don't know if this man's really, you know, his mental acumen. I don't know if he's if he's a, a good orator. I don't know if he's, you know, very quick on his feet. I have no idea. I guess we'll we'll find out in two days. They're still holding this, you know, and judging from what Kamala did to everyone in the democratic nomination she's gonna wipe the floor with this guy she's she is she is very very um fierce when it comes to uh and i guess by being a prosecutor that's that's what your job is so you know we'll see but i'm looking for him to be destroyed 
unless I'm going to get presently surprised, I'm looking for him to get his ass handed to him. Uh, because I don't think that anyone in that administration preps for anything. They just kind of freestyle it when they when they have to. So, um, yeah, so we're, you know, we're we're kind of mind controlled. Uh, I personally think that the videos that were done of the president um, leaving for the hospital, uh, or well, I guess that was Friday. Uh, I think they were all recorded at the same time. And they were just kind of being released because of the ambiguity of how things were said. You know, if he had said something like, oh, thank you for this person for the well wishes. I saw the tweet or I saw this or I saw that. That would kind of make me more less skeptical. But he just kind of says, thank you for all the well wishes because, you know, he has friends. He has people that care about him. So someone's going to wish him well. It is what it is. But it's easy for, you know, to say, hey, these videos were recorded uh, all at the same time. But we're just going to release them, um, you know, as we need to. You know, I guess that's why the, the photo op motorcade was something that needs to be done. Stupid. And again, we're seeing people outside this hospital, no mask, no, no social distancing. But then they're going to wonder why uh, they caught it. You know, insane, insane. This guy <laughs> is just running out of narratives. I'm running out of adjectives. I'm running out of everything to say, because at this point, this is um, this is such a bad situation that I, I really don't even know what to say anymore. You know, it is crazy. Um, so I've uh, I've I've took a couple of questions off air. That I want to discuss now uh, Just just three that I gotten from um, One is a family member Two friends And of the friends One male and female I have to point that out Because it's just kind of uh, That needed to be said um, Hopefully you kind of figure out Who asked what Without me having to say But it is what it is So um, Barring from just the family The family member um, We talked about This family member and I talked about And, and we're pretty close um, Cousins they mentioned to me that, you know, when it comes to the, the power structure in this country, it, it seems to be that at any point, uh, whatever political party is holding power, it becomes a very um, vicious fight to hold on to said power, to hold on to whether it's seats in the um, in the House or, or the Senate or whether it's, it's it's who's on who who has who on the Supreme Court, you know. One of I guess Trump's legacies is going to be that the judges that were all gridlocked, uh, he put them on the bench throughout the country, you know. So um, without people realizing that being a serious threat to our democracy and our and our liberties, that we have judges that are that are right now in power, meaning on the bench, that are not serving your interests they're serving the self-interest of others you know and it's something that no one really talks about heavily and we should because again you know if your life in your lifetime you have to face something legal um and and i hope not you know you kind of have to see where you lie you know this is this is why statehood and you know state powers are are very important and (laughs) This this president doesn't understand like a lot of the power that they ha- he has and don't have, 
you know, he's he's made a lot of um, assertions on things that he thought he can do or he thinks he can do. And if he read the Constitution or someone briefed him, you know, I think they do brief him, but he just takes it for whatever. I think that he'll realize what he can do and what he can't do. You know, they should just give you like a short list of all the powers that you have to say, hey, these are the do's. These are the don'ts. Don't go out there and make yourself an idiot by saying that you can do this and you know you cannot do this, you know. But again, this is, you know, not to make fun of anybody, but I guess I am making fun of him that, you know, as far as lying to us, uh, when the hurricanes had hit, um, this was a couple years ago, a few years ago, Puerto Rico and the Virgin Islands, that he spoke to the president of the Virgin Islands and everything was okay, not knowing that there's a governor there. And you are the president of the U.S. Virgin Islands. That right there, when that happened, I said, okay, you know what? It, it, it could have been a gaffe or a slip. Um, it happens. But then it was a slew of things that just, mind, you know, he didn't know. They were, <laughs> I wish I could find this. You probably can Google this, that where he's, uh, they're playing the national anthem. And he doesn't know the national anthem. Or Better yet, they've played the <laughs> Pledge of Allegiance, and he's he's like mouthing it. And I am their worst lip reader. I have to I have to like put that out there. There's certain things. There's like ten top things about me. If you know if you know me as a person personally, <laughs> that I don't know how to do. I I can't read lips for for nothing. I'll give you an example. Look in the mirror and say, "I love you." You know, just mouth "I love you" and mouth "olive oil." I would be so fooled by those two words thinking that they're, they're the same words. Just to show you how bad I am at lip reading. But I was I was good enough to understand that the Pledge of Allegiance that we've all been saying since children, cross your heart and say the Pledge of Allegiance. And he didn't know it. He was mouthing it and just lost track of it. I'm like, man, you know, again, the guy's in his 70s. So who knows if his mental acumen is still there. But it's just mind, you know, mind boggling that, you know, this is this simple things presidential 101 that you should know okay sorry for the uh <laughs> off the road rant there again about what's going on but so my my cousin you know we, we had a discussion about that and and you know in doing some research beyond that he's absolutely right i was like wow that's that is um amazing so if you guys haven't really dug deep or you know you want to take a, a little dive and do some research look at how many judges that were put into power or on the bench uh within the last three and a half years you'll be blown away at the amount of people that have been uh, put in and again i i get that there was gridlock when it comes to certain things in 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 um in the political arena because again you have to vet people and stuff like that but when i guess when it becomes a surplus or a gridlock of people they have to start you know putting putting these people out so he, he probably did need to get people on the bench because they were waiting so long for confirmations but again it's just like you know what if this person is for what i'm saying put them on if this person is against put them back in in the traffic jam so you know something to kind of behold uh and lastly, the, the two questions that I got from um, friends of mine, one female, one male, I'm not going to give you who said what, but the first question was, if we had Hillary, uh, Hillary Clinton be the president and not Donald Trump, would we be anywhere close to where we are in what's going on in our society and our 
world. Honestly, man, I have no clue how to answer that. I didn't even know how to answer that when that was posed to me. I just kind of looked at it as, you know, it's an alternate reality. It's a woulda, coulda, shoulda, how that, you know, could have been. We have no way of telling, obviously, but I don't I don't see um, the number on my TV screen being there, you know, maybe a number, but not not as probably as big as this one, because based on all the bickering and, and the, you know, the things that have happened over this pandemic. So just using that as a snapshot, I don't know if the pandemic would have been handled better or worse because again this was a global thing not just united states so i that one i really couldn't answer uh the other question was um if trump is elected again what would the next four years look like and to me the only way i could the only word i can give would be catastrophic and this is only in comparison um, to what we've already seen. There is no way for me to tell that Joe Biden's presidency, possible pres- presidency, would be any better or worse for anyone. Um, because knowing the uh, amount of damage control and the, the amount of reversals of things that have happened, um, it's going to take a little a little while, maybe even two years to clean up and reverse to get us back on track. So that's that's going to take a while. So we're not probably going to feel the effects of someone's presidency, you know, not till the first two years or, or halfway through that, if that happens. But I know that at this point, what we've seen and what we've gotten, if you're paying attention, probably can't do this again. You know, and it has nothing to do with it has nothing to do with the political affiliations of being Republican or Democrat, although there's starch uh, differences and comparisons and contrast to that. It's just that this particular kind of leadership this, that's reckless uh, is a cautionary tale of, of, of how things can happen. The, the fact that this person, with all the things that have gone on with them personally, prior to them becoming the president has gotten them into the presidency lets you know how flawed our system is because there's supposed to be a a um a vetting process i assume and obviously he cleared the vetting process depending on what perspective or how they ran it you know he once said uh i gotta find it that barack obama was not qualified for that position because prior to uh, him becoming the president, he was a community organizer or something to that extent. Granted, I mean, yeah, that's part of his resume. But when you are a um, <laughs> a lawyer, um, you are a professor of constitutional, that's the word there, constitutional law. And you are a senator, whether you hate politicians or not, um, you kind of check some boxes there, buddy. When you're a failed business person, when you when you have questionable at best financial records, when your moral compass is is pointed in one direction towards yourself, you know it's hard to say who's qualified and who's not. 
You know, it's the same way when you go for a job. You know, if you and, and Jimmy and Frank are up for the same job and Allison, you know, you guys should have some some commonality about experience. And then maybe something or one thing separates one from the other. But I think we're past the point of saying who's qualified and who's not. And what we've seen can be summed up one word shit show. It, it is a shit show. And again, I want, please, somebody who's a Trump supporter. If you are someone listening to this podcast and you know someone that's a Trump supporter, give them my information. I don't, I don't want to argue. So it's not about me arguing and yelling and screaming and recursing each other. No. Um, I will always respect someone's opinions. I'll always, even if, even if they don't respect mine, I'm big enough to say, you know what? I'll give you the soundboard to do what you need to do and say what you need to say. But, you know, try to be as respectful to me and the audience as you can. You know, if it gets off the rails, if this happens, then I'll have to cut the interview. But I want to just know, you know, and this person's not going to represent, obviously, the entire um, community of supporters, but I just want to get into the mind of someone um, that believes this. Because again, I, I, I think back in 2016, um, he did hit a court saying that, you know, we're tired of politicians and, you know, the political, the political, the career political person being in office. And, you know, that, that does have some, some gravitas to it, but it's just, I don't know. I just, I really want to know what the lore is. I want to know what the fascination, what do you see that I don't see? I see sloppy, I see recklessness. I see uh, a cautionary tale of the of the don'ts that you don't have. This kind of person in power doesn't doesn't jive with me. Okay, so yeah, if you know someone, and you know you can pass their information on as a personal favor for me, please let me know. Please let me you know engage in in some meaningful conversation. I would love to have uh, a discussion uh, about it. It's not a trap for me to. To, to try to embarrass someone or, or make them or belittle them. No, it's not it's not that. I'm I'm too I'm bigger that than a person. I've matured enough to know that I'm not gonna bring someone on there uh on here to do that to them. No, I just want to kind of get your take, your ideals. What do you believe about um this stuff? All right. Thank you for starting your week with me. Thank you for choosing the manual and I hope you have a great week and talk to you guys soon.